everybody. It's Jamie and Helen with Coming Unhinged. Happy Friday. Yay. We're back to another Friday this week. You know, these weeks are flying by. Yeah, it's already the last week of July. Okay, I am... Don't say that. 2020. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't like to think of July ending because I feel like once you get into August, it symbolizes that falls right around the corner. I'm going to be really honest. I get out my um, fall de- decorations. Oh, you guys, she's ridiculous. <laughs> she's ridiculous. <laughs> she she gets out the turtlenecks, the pumpkin spice. Mm. She starts getting nuts. And then you should see fall Christmas. So Christmas fast. starts coming for Jamie in um, October. Yes, it does. So, yeah, we start with... <laughs> I am Hobby Lobby. <laughs> she is Hobby Lobby, but I love that about her. She's just got so much fun spirit in her. Oh, it doesn't like matter what the holiday is. I do, too. I used to love to do that. In the last couple of years, things kind of died off, but I'm going to get really into it again. Good. Yeah, so you yes. and I will be... Oh, you have a cute house to decorate. Yes, now Yay. I can decorate, guys. Yay. So this is going to be exciting this year. But, you know, the months are flying by. Summer is weird. Yeah. Summer's been weird because we haven't had our annual parade. No, we and didn't have the road. Yeah, which we is weird for Wyomingites. Yes, definitely. Okay. So that was missing all the cowboys yeah. coming through the coffee shop and stuff, that and cowgirls. That that, that's kind of weird. And no <laughs> Cheyenne Frontier Days. No. Yeah. So for us up here in Wyoming, it definitely was a different fix because we kind of go around summer with those things, yeah, right? That's kind do. of what symbolizes our summer. Yes. In the state of Wyoming, and I'm sure that's everywhere in the country. Just mm. different levels of change. Yeah, different levels of change. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom reminded me the other day that um, actually there's still, I think she said New York. I don't know because mm-hmm. I haven't been following it. Uh, hundred mm-hmm. percent but that they're still just it's like really shut down oh yeah she said Both Helen are re-shutting down she, yeah she's mm-hmm. like Helen they are still completely shut down I was like now that made my heart break I know it really did yeah. you know so we may not have like our still. local parade yeah or we may not have those simple things but it's just like we're a lot of people haven't even working. got back to the quality of life and right. we're yeah we're working guys so we're thinking of you yes and we're praying and, and we hope you're listening <laughs> and we hope that you're listening so um I know that we've already touched base on the COVID several times and people yeah. are probably tired of hearing about it but you came in the other day and well, okay I always say this, but it's true. I listen to a lot of crime. She listens so to a lot of crime. I morbidly often think, like, how am I going to die? I yeah. wake up thinking that. She went on a hike this morning, and she wanted. To th- she was thinking to herself, like, if at the top of the hill there's a mass murderer waiting this for me, this is how I'm going to die. Well, no, she was, she was already thinking of ways to kill the mass murderer. I was. I was already ready to karate chop in the neck. In and- the neck, right in the throat. Yeah, she get was, him in the jugular. Yeah, she was going to get him in the jugular. So, so she was plotting and planning because she was like, Helen, I hope you don't think this this is morbid. But what if, what if, what if this happens? What if this happens? So I think that over the last, we would have to say three, four months, people have at least once have had to have that what if moment. Yes. Okay. So what if this is my last day? Yeah. So that's really kind of what we wanted to touch base on. Like, well, the more I talked to you about it and I thought it was just truly morbid, you said, actually, I think a lot of people might be thinking that right now with the COVID stuff. I think so too. And it's not something I think about daily, Mm -hmm. but it is a thought that comes to me every once in a while. Like, okay, if I'm getting closer to my end of time, or if this were to be my last moment, last week, last day, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I think personal things that I ask myself would, would I feel like I have done enough? Right. I started thinking that too. Mm-hmm. my walk I'm like am I satisfied with where I'm at in my life what are some of my goals, goals. If, I, if I'm not satisfied yeah yeah and have I lived a good life so far yeah like am I a good person am I a good person have yeah. I done maybe what I was um called to do right yes and have I loved the people I love enough yeah and that's always a thing because I think well we already know it's a blur yeah Life is a blur. And I, I've worked in the industry of the end of life, taking mm-hmm. care of people while, like in the nursing home, things like that. They all have similar regrets 
towards the end. Yes. Yes. And you and I kind of researched a little bit. Well, we were researching it because I had read like a long time ago an article and I think even maybe a book. Yeah. And so, and then you working in the industry. Yeah. And then me reading that. And then, so we just kind of compiled a list of things, but I mean, for us, it hit home. It It was so true because I think like you Mm -hmm. would have these questions, but I also feel like by reading these, that Mm -hmm. will maybe actually inspire us to live a little differently. Maybe make a little bucket list. Make a bucket list of like, Hey, I I don't accomplish this. I want to accomplish these things before Mm -hmm. I go. So it just makes you a little more mindful maybe of your life, the yes. moment, living in the moment. I don't want any regrets when I don't, I come down I don't to either. It. I don't either. <laughs> I hate regrets. And, and I think the biggest thing for me is just like, did I do what God called me to do? Absolutely. That That's yeah. it. It's just like, you know, what is it that he called? And I think he calls us to do several things. But, right. you know, just in your innermost, well, like, did I do it? Did I do it, like, to the best of my ability? And scripturally, that scripture that sticks with all of us is the, um, in the end, when God says to you, good job my good, good and faithful, faithful servant, servant. Mm-hmm. oh yeah that's be- powerful because don't you want to hear that like ah look well at done. you well done yeah you know and i mean and we've talked a little bit about this we may be hobbling in there guys <laughs> you may not be in one piece. we may not be in one piece we could be, <laughs> be limping and hobbling our limbs we're gonna be scarred up we're gonna be like <laughs> that's a good life yeah i, mean, I think that, that's a good life I, yeah i think it is because that's where he's gonna be like well done mm, and look at you 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 fought the good fight and you yeah. didn't stop you got back up you finished the race and you so did all the things you I did all the you. things that I had for you and you know I think there'll probably be a little box of you remember those desires you had yeah you didn't you didn't quite get there and here's probably <laughs> some of the reasons he gets it right he understands that oh, yeah. and yeah, yeah because he created them yeah but mm-hmm. here's a few things so let's okay. go through them okay so number one regret for people at the end of life can you imagine what that would be I already know this one. <laughs> I do. I know this one. Okay. It's, I wish I wouldn't have spent my life working so hard. That's it. That's it, Well, guys. I think America is probably the worst at this, right? Mm-hmm. We're I think workaholics. Workaholics. And people work and work and work and work. And we work. relate work to success. Yeah. It's so, so to in our country. That's right? it. Yeah. And so people lose their health overworking too yeah. hard. People lose their families. I admire when people don't do that. Yeah. It's like work hard and then rest. Balance. 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 Helen and I are really striving we for this. love balance. We're not so good at it yet, but no, we're trying. We're trying to get there because mm-hmm. people will work themselves to the bone and next thing they know, they don't know their spouse. They don't know their children. They don't, mm-hmm. you know, and then they're working for stuff. Yeah. Stuff. The stuff that's tangible. Yeah. Or not tangible. Well, yeah, tangible. Yeah, tangible. Tangible stuff. Yeah. But that gets thrown away. Mm-hmm. Because Joy, um, there was a lady, mm-hmm. um, a pastor. Yes. And she actually talked about that. She was like, one of the saddest things is seeing a junkyard, oh. people's possessions there oh, that they worked I've, so hard for. I've been there. I've taken people's stuff. Mm-hmm. I've, mm-hmm. I've worked that industry where it's like all they have left is stuff in their room. You take their stuff out, guess where it goes? Usually the dump. Well, that was kind of after my dad had even passed Mm -hmm. away. That was one of the saddest things because he had shops full of things that he had worked so hard for Mm -hmm. stuff, but, and he had so many things that he never got to enjoy. So there you go, working. And then what are some other ones? Time missed with, oh, that kind of ties into this. Time missed with family, sacrificing time with for things. People for things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then wishing that we would have, I wouldn't have cared so much. Oh, this is our favorite. Uh. We wish. Can we shout this from the rooftop? Here, here, everybody. We are town criers, Jamie. One day, what happened to the town like crier? Caring so much what people thought of you. Uh, so I wish I wouldn't have spent my life worrying about what people think. That is one of the biggest regrets on the list of regrets. Okay, I'm going to the refrigerator where scriptures okay. are because okay. this is one of my favorite. This is where we reference. Okay, Galatians 1.10. And Paul says, Am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? If I were trying to please man, I most certainly would not be a servant of Christ. 
can't do both. You can't do it both. It doesn't even exist. <laughs> so that's why you, you have to make that choice. And I think now, I don't think that means like you go willy nilly and don't care about anybody. Mm-hmm. In fact, <laughs> that's an extreme. No, in fact, you care so much about people. You do. You love people. You absolutely. But, but you God's have your to vindicator. God's your vindicator, the God mm-hmm. of justice. But you have to know, have a really strong identity of who you are. Yeah. So that you're like, okay, I love you, and I want to do good things for you. But, but I'm I, not gonna run my life about what you think. But what you think, yeah. or what you don't think, or yeah. and you and I touch base on this so oh. often because it's important hard. and it's hard because we want people to be happy and, and we want especially your parents that's hard not to be pleasing of your parents okay but right here it's saying mm. i wish i wouldn't have lived for their acceptance yeah. that i would have um done what i needed to do for me right because only we know what's best for ourselves yep okay okay, okay. i love that okay what's the next Another one? one i wish i would have followed my inner desires and passions mm. instead of letting fear cripple me okay we mm. already know you guys, everybody has inner desires. Yeah. I, I don't care what it is because we've been given gifts. So yeah. whether you want to play the flute oh, or you want to be an actor, he, he puts yeah. dreams in your heart. And yeah. like people who are like, oh, I just do woodworking on the side or I just make jewelry on the side. Uh-huh. It's just like, those are your gifts. He, he can well, bless those. And pro- it's funny because we're at the coffee shop. People roll up and Helen and I, are, we get to know them and we peg them with what they should be doing we for work. We already know that. We, and we know. <laughs> and we and know. they're like, well, we love that. And we're just like, yes, you, you do. be a jeweler. And you, they're like, what? A jeweler. A jeweler. And then we have we had like another person yesterday who showed up. He drives trucks. Yeah. And he's been at my um, delivering to me for years supplies. Yeah. And he comes in. He had performed a minor surgery on a guy last weekend <laughs> off of a fishing trip. And I thought the guy was in the hospital after I seen the pictures. I'm like, wow, that doctor did good. Looked, we saw him in white scrubs. All of a sudden, like, we seen him in white scrubs. And he was so calm and cool yeah, and collected. And all of a sudden, we were just like, you're not a truck driver. You're you a doctor. doctor. <clears throat> His last. Maybe name. even a surgeon. Maybe even a surgeon. <laughs> anesthesiologist. Yeah. He, 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 I mean, he hit the whole package. And I was like, oh my gosh, we've seen he it. He numbed the guy. He, he took a fish hook out of his yeah, forehead. A little scalpel. And, he, and he glued and it he up. And glued it like it was, it was, it was seamless. And I was just like, what in <laughs> the world? That was impressive. We've seen him in a whole nother light yesterday. So to us, it's like we call out people's dreams. It's like they come through and they're like, model, jeweler, hello, yes. surgeon. You know? <laughs> so it's like we see their potential. And like God sees it in us. But and sometimes we don't see it in ourselves. Well, there's nothing more beautiful when we see somebody roll up and they're living their passion they're working in what they should be doing and we can tell you just said okay they don't even know that they're working jamie you said the key word work Work. you guys you have to work at it yeah these are things that you have to work at yes yes you have to work at it so jamie's got a customer here and so i'm going to just kind of go through some of the more of the list okay so um a lot of people this nurse found out when she recorded these people said i wish i would have stood up for myself more i think that we can all relate to that um because so often do we cower down and we don't speak up for our beliefs or what we think or how we feel. And I think a lot of the time that we do that, it's because we, um, we worry about rejection. I think that that's the main reason why we don't stand up for ourselves. We worry about not being accepted. We worry about the rejection. We worry about the fallout. We worry about um, people um, leaving us and not wanting to be a part of our lives. But you know, I've kind of dealt with this one firsthand. And I tell you what, it's like probably the first time in my life in my 40s now where I have finally, I just had to like speak my truth, own my truth and live out my truth. 
And for me, it's just like I've had to watch people who are very close to me, close friends and family, get very, very offended and very upset um, because I've had to live out what was going to be best for me. And I didn't do it to be um, vindictive, facetious. I did it because I had to live my truth. And so it is very powerful when you start doing it, although it's a little bit scary trust me because these are people who have had power in my life my whole entire life and people that I love dearly and care about and so I never wanted to disappoint I always went along with the flow I let it cause me years of stress and anxiety um, trying to keep these people up and keep them happy but the truth is is I was never going to be able to do that and I had to come to that realization and so I got to the point where I was just like no I have to start living my truth for what where God needs me to be no matter if it means upsetting the people around me And also I had to start um, just doing exactly what it is that my heart and soul was telling me. So anyways, um, that's where I am for standing up for myself. But I think that that's a lot of people struggle with that. And so also we struggle with regrets. And that was, I think, a lot of people like Jamie working in the field that she was working in at the end of life. People had regrets as far as family and friends um, and arguing and bitterness. And I think that anybody can relate there because especially we know how like fragile life is and you can lose somebody within a day. And I think people would say like, I wish that we wouldn't have ended on that note. I wish that we wouldn't have had that argument. I wish that we, you know, hadn't waited a year to speak to one another. So that is definitely something that Jamie dealt with a lot in the profession that she was working in is people just like, oh, why did I waste my time being mad at that person? It seems so trivial, so insignificant when you get to the end of time. So um, something to definitely think about because I mean like any or all of these, you know, it's just like working too hard or you know, um, being concerned what people think, um, making sure that you're following your inner desires and passions, because of course the enemy would love nothing more than, um, for you to live in fear and be crippled by that fear. And then just standing up for yourselves. So those are the things that I think like we were talking about that we want to kind of put on a bucket list, you know, it's just like, you know, even if you just start today with something small, search your heart, search your mind, search your soul and say, what is it that I want to make sure that I do before I leave here? And what kind of a mark do I want to leave? And what is it that, you know, we have to step out in fear because life is just so short. And then another, like, like a huge thing I think that, um, parents or, you know, grandparents think is, I wish that I would have let my children be who God created them to be instead of who I wanted them to be as if our way was the best way for them. And you see that every single day with parents, you know, and I know that most parents, I would assume their intentions are good. So, I mean, I think it comes from a pure place of parents wanting the best for their children and wanting them to be successful and wanting them to have these great things in their life. But so often Um, that isn't the case, you know, it's just like you see parents like putting their kids in football and basketball and pageants and this and that, because those are maybe the dreams that they didn't fulfill or they didn't have enough courage to do. So they want their kids to go and do that for them in a sense. And you can't do that. I mean, we've, we've learned this, we've learned this the hard way. You have got to, um, sorry, whose drink was that, Jane? (laughs) Okay. 
Anyways, okay, guys, I'm gonna wrap up on this. Yeah, I guess we have to. We're gonna have to because <laughs> it's, it's Crazy Friday. We got this thing called a job that we gotta get to, and we we've got some life coaching new. We have regrets of working today. Let's get out of here then. Yes. Okay, well, have an amazing day, you guys. A great weekend, and um, we're gonna come up with some podcast ideas through the weekend. So let's think about that. If you have any ideas, give us a shout out. Talk to you later. God bless.